Hey everybody, it's Brother Gary, and we're ready for our devotional today, aren't we? At John chapter number 2, as we're continuing through the Gospel of John right now. And uh, we come to a very interesting event in the Lord's life. It's the first miracle, and we, we see it is Him turning the water into wine. And what we see here in Cana of Galilee is, well, let me read a few verses to you. Remember, we're not in any studio, so I'm down here in Mexico, and uh, you're going to hear some chickens and dogs and ducks or whatever you may hear. It's beautiful today. Uh, just blue skies, few clouds, but it's about 80 degrees, and uh, you'd never know there's a pandemic going on around us. But God's in control, right? So let's let's look at a few verses here. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And so here, here we are, Jesus is in Cana of Galilee, and he's been invited, him and his disciples and his mother, uh, to a wedding. Now, during Jesus' time, weddings were much different. Ours, you know, maybe last for the day. You go through the ceremony, then they have a reception afterwards, and then the, uh, the, those who got married, they head off to their honeymoon or do whatever. Well, in Jesus' day, it was a week long. And so it took great planning, uh, hospitality was a big thing, and they invited the whole city to come. Uh, they would invite everyone to come. And if you turned it down, it would be a great insult to the host. It would be uh, uh, bad form, we would say. And so here we have Jesus and the disciples going. Now I want you to think about this. Jesus has come to seek and to save that which was lost, and he comes he, he still goes to the wedding. Why? Because he can still be used to seek and to save that which was lost there. And it is a great time of festivity and uh, uh, looking forward to the future and great things. And so he goes. And, and we must remember that. Though he gives us a great mission, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't uh, go to different social things. We can still be used of God for those things. Now, l listen what happens here. Remember, it takes great planning, and it would be a great insult if uh, they had run out of wine, which they did. And so uh, what we see is, is that, man, they, they've drank it all. It's all gone. And so some think it's alcoholic. I believe it's non-alcoholic. That's grape juice. And I have several scriptures for that. But, but we see here this, that... Mary, Jesus' mother, she doesn't know what to do. You know why? Because she's not God and she can't do anything. And so she turns to Jesus, the Son of God, and she says, listen, they've run out of wine. This is something I, I, I can't do anything about. Only you can. And isn't it the way it is right now with this virus, right? We're, we're on lockdown and we're seeing... Our neighbors get sick, and we, we read and sometimes know people who have died from it, and there's not a thing you and I can do about it. But what we can do is turn it over to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, look, 
there's a problem here. Let's turn it over to the Lord. How can we do that today? Well, through prayer. But notice Jesus' response. He said, hey, wait a minute. Mine hour has not yet come. It's not yet time for me to be magnified and glorified and all of these things. But he turns to the servants and he says, listen, in verse number six, it tells us there's six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews. And what does that mean? Well, those six pots, they were about 20 to 30 gallons apiece, and it was used to keep them clean. Remember, they, they had rituals where they would wash their hands or because they were dirty, wash their feet and hands and different things. And so it was just a common everyday pot made of stone that they would use for these things. And what Jesus did is, number one, we see he's the only one that can help in this situation. Number two, he does the miraculous with the common everyday thing. And what it took was the servants obeying what he said. As a result of that, verse number nine, we see, when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and saith unto him, or in verse 10, every man at the beginning does set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. And so it, verse 11 then tells us this is the beginning of miracles Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. So here's what happens. There's a problem. Nobody can solve it. So Mary talks to Jesus because she can't do anything. And Jesus talks to the servants. The servants didn't go through Mary. They went through Jesus. And as a result of that, they, they did exactly what he told them to do. They did what his word said. And they took the common thing, and Jesus took the common thing and turned it into wine. And in fact, the wine he made was much better than the wine they had at the beginning of the wedding. So what are we saying? Well, there's things in our lives that we don't understand. What do we do? We go to the Lord. And then what do we do? Just like a servant, we obey what he says, and he'll take us, the common thing, and do something miraculous with us. In fact, it'll be better than it was at the beginning. Now listen to me. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Things are out of control. You and I can't do a thing about it. All we can do is talk to the Lord about it and let him do the miraculous. And you know what? He'll bring us through this thing. It may cause a great revival. But remember, revival starts with you and I, the individual. And what that means is we need to be totally obedient to his word. Let that sink in for a moment. Maybe God's been talking to you during this time of quietness where we're not running around. And he's revealing things to you and I that we need to turn over to him. And he'll be obedient about it. The choice is yours and mine. 
And if we do, he can do the miraculous. May the Lord bless you.